Thank you for tuning into the Michael Crane.live podcast. He is an entrepreneur and mentor with over 20 years of experience as a property investor, stock market trader, and office supplies industry expert. On his podcast, he invites fellow entrepreneurs and business owners to share their journey in business so you can learn and take inspiration for your own business and also motivate the next batch of entrepreneurs starting out on their business journey. So on today's podcast, we have Mira Das, who's going to be sharing her journey of her leadership. Mira is an IT professional and has over 15 years of experience working in the IT industry. Her roles have included software testing, business analysis, team leading, and project support. She is currently using her time as an area director for Toastmasters International. And this consists of leading five clubs and their executive committee teams. Mira is a keen champion of diversity and inclusion, as well as women in technology, and has hosted a couple of interviews for the UN interviewing senior female leaders, an initiative to inspire younger women into the world of technology. Welcome, Mira. How are you today? Good morning, Michael. Thank you so much for that wonderful warm welcome. I'm doing really well. This is my first podcast and I'm really excited to be recording it with you. And I'm so happy to have you on our podcast. So today we're going to speak about leadership. So what does leadership mean for you? Uh, So I think leadership is quite a broad subject and it means different things to different people. Everyone will have varied experiences of what it's about, but ultimately I think it's about helping others and yourselves to do the right thing. I'll start off with a bit of a story. I grew up with three older male siblings, but I recall my dad always referred to me as his manageress. I was always given an equal standing among my brothers and encouraged to take a stand for myself. He taught us to draw up a timetable and be more disciplined in how we managed our time, balancing time for play, and of course, getting our homework done. I also think growing up with older siblings, I was inspired to see them setting challenges, whether it was at school or even in the sports ground and always striving to do better. For me, they were leaders in their own right, paving the way for me to be and do better. Have you always seen yourself as a leader? To be honest, I never really thought of myself as a leader as such. For example, I joined Toastmasters about three years ago to improve my confidence and ability to present in front of a large audience without feeling nervous. I was voted in as club president as soon as I joined the club, and I've seen my confidence grow and evolve over time. I'm now an area director there, and I find myself organizing large-scale events reaching out to senior people, influencing and inspiring people to join and mentoring them as well. I'm more confident in presenting in front of a group of people. I'm an eager person when it comes to organizing and facilitating events. I've also made a marked improvement in speech writing. And you know what? I'm still working on my impromptu speaking. It's a bit like a muscle that you need to keep working at until you get stronger. I feel this journey really starts with self-leadership, which is a whole topic in itself. It's all about understanding who you are, taking responsibility and accountability for your actions, 
and cultivating self-awareness. I learned that it's all about showing up every day and actually how you show up for yourself and for others. I had to really engage and motivate all the team members and guests in their leadership journey, and I had to be someone they felt inspired by. This made me much more aware of the energy I was bringing to the club. In fact, I even tested the theory out. The days I felt tired after a long workday, I could see how robotic I sounded versus days that I was more upbeat and energized and how this affected the team. So what leadership skills do you, have you found that are most useful? I think being a good leader means being an effective communicator, whether it's written or verbal. But also the nonverbal skills come into play especially in person or virtually now that we're all online. Good body language in the form of a strong handshake, maintaining good eye contact with the audience, the use of hand gestures and good posture are some key ones. There are many others like being a good listener, being a reliable person, empathetic, and someone who's passionate about inspiring other people to do their best. This comes down to understanding people, trying to relate to them and respecting them as an individual or even as a team. So do you think leadership is a born ability or is it a learned skill? That's a great question, Mike. We often have this notion that leadership is about being in a position of authority and, you know, some people are born leaders and others are not, but it's really not all about that. Leadership is definitely a learned skill and, in fact, it's a lifelong skill. You don't stop learning. I think having an open mind and an open heart and the willingness to help others to in turn help yourself and working as a team to deliver the task at hand is what leadership is about. It's not that some people can become leaders and others cannot. We all have leaders within us and the potential to succeed as a leader, which starts with us. Whether it's organizing an event, taking charge in a team meeting, stepping up in a crisis, I'll give you a personal example in my case, uh, was setting up a running group for women uh, in the workplace as part of a well-being initiative that I was involved in. And being with them from the start to seeing them complete a 5K run at the end was quite rewarding. Uh, and I think that is leadership in itself. You learn to create a vision, bring a team together, set the direction. You learn how to navigate through uncharted waters and never leave in the middle of a crisis. I also think feedback is a great way of improving your own style. I never really saw myself as a leader as such, but I think all these elements come together. And if you stand by others, you stand by yourself and your word. I couldn't agree more. Since March 2020, the world has changed. Some think it's for the better. Some are not quite sure. So since the pandemic started, how do you think your style of leadership has changed. I think trusting the people that you lead and knowing that they will get the job done is key. We obviously don't have that in-person interaction anymore and everything's done online. Uh, so it's all about sort of putting your trust in others and uh, empowering them to step into their own leadership, offering your support when you think they're not sure about something and putting in regular checkpoints just to check in with them as and when required. So in this virtual world that we currently operate in, how and what have you specifically introduced into your leadership that monitors and tracks your team and the people you work around? It's certainly important to have some measurable goals in place. Otherwise, you only focus on the individuals and forget about the task at hand. Uh, it really helps to visualize your progress and stay on track. 
And there's an element of adaptation and flexibility required on your part as well. I think being patient with something, with, with others is something I've learned as well. That taken into account, how would you describe you and your leadership style? Because there's so many different leaders, so many different types, and you only lead a team if they want to follow you. So how do you describe your leadership style? I tend to prefer working alongside people and creating a community. And for me, a coaching style or having the arm around the shoulder, as it were, to help motivate people to bring out the best in themselves always works. It's something I've been developing over time. Of course, you sometimes have to adapt and delegate not really use force or micromanage people, but find a way of influencing others to get the job done. We all have our strengths and weaknesses, so it's all about focusing on the strengths of individuals and helping them improve in other areas, either through coaching them or mentoring them. It's a really interesting topic of conversation, leadership and leading people or groups of people. So with regard to one-to-one leadership or one-to-many, How effective do you think the one-to-one relationship enables you to lead more effectively? Absolutely. I think managing a team seems more effective because you have a wider skill set to deal with. Uh, And one-to-one is fine, but there's the initial hand-holding required and actually understanding what the individual is all about. Uh, You just need to ensure that you are flexible and you adapt your own style to suit the other person and try and understand what makes the other person tick. Uh, I think if you can build a rapport that way, it really helps then set the example for the rest of the team when they see you engaging with that one person to then progress in your relationship. What do you prefer more, one-to-one dialogue or one-to-many I think I have a a good balance between both. Uh, Sometimes it's easier on a one-to-one basis, especially if it's uh, speaking through or going through a specific task. But I do like bringing a community together, as I said earlier. So for me, it's all about creating that sense of community and collaboration. How do your goals help you become a better leader? Um, As someone quite actively involved in sport, I learned about the importance of goal setting, especially when it came to planning my sports events as a runner, or even my triathlons. I was constantly looking at ways of improving my myself, my timings, and getting fitter. All this taught me the importance of setting smart goals, breaking them down into achievable tasks within the timeframes. I really found this a helpful tool to translate into my work and personal life as well, in that I was much more alert to who I was becoming and how I was trying to achieve my goals. I think sometimes it helps not to put pressure on yourself when you focus too much on the goal at hand uh, but to sort of give yourself a little bit of breathing space in everyone's journey as a leader they face challenges so tell me about some of the challenges that you faced in my first experience of leading uh, my club at toastmasters my executive committee i was always making myself available to help others it was a new role for me it was a new role for the rest of the team uh, and I only felt that it would be useful to make sure that everyone was on board with what with what they needed to do Uh, I often did this in the workplace as well to the point where people would be happy to take a back seat whilst I completed their tasks for them this meant that my workload increased it was causing much frustration between me and others because I simply had no breathing room for myself. I had to learn not to be afraid to have open dialogue with others, 
set my boundaries and manage others' expectations of what I could and could not do, as well as learn to delegate. I think I learned this the hard way because initially it did cause some commotion between the people I worked with or the people that I led. So as we come to a close of our podcast today, Mira, what three tips would you leave with our listeners for their journey in their leadership? Uh, I truly feel that you have to believe in yourself. It's always worth setting an example for others to follow and getting to know your people better. To bring out the best in them almost always delivers a positive and productive outcome. Today's show has been sponsored by www.teameasycrane.co.uk. We help you build your business and grow recurring profits. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to hit the subscribe button.